Some people don't think horses and people communicate. We call those people not horse people. Not horse people don't know you and your horse share a unique bond. Or that your horse knows you know they like your dogs. But not so much the barking. At Sentinel Horse Nutrition, we don't knock not horse people. We're too busy focusing on horse people's horses. With extruded nugget feeds for exceptional nutrition and formulas for every need, our wide choice of feeds makes it easy to find the fit for your horse's health. Find theirs at FeedSentinel.com. And welcome back to Across the County. I'm Noah. Thanks for joining me. Well, I got to tell you, I have been waiting to do this interview. I'm tremendously excited. Let's actually go way back, shall we? Because back in high school, it was a dream of mine among some of my other friends. We wanted to start our very own Christian comic book company. Now, it never got off the ground. It's something we actually still banter about till this very day. We had our own characters, our own stories, and I have to tell you, it is a labor of love to even just kick the ball around. But I came across back in the, fast forward now, in the Salem-San Diego break room, there was a copy of the Focus on the Family Clubhouse magazine. It was an older one from earlier this year, and I was tremendously excited to read about a superhero I had no idea about, and his name was Captain Absolutely. And it's a comic book style with over 100 colorful, action-packed, filled pages of adventure. That's how you can find it now. The graphic novel book took about five years to finish. It was written and illustrated. By the way, we have the illustrator on in just a moment. Stay tuned for that. Two pages at a time, again, for the Focus on the Family Clubhouse magazine. And I was reading about this, and Captain Absolutely is a story of Josiah King. He's a mild-mannered librarian who is transformed unexpectedly into an amazing Christian superhero. And that's all I pretty much know, besides the couple of panels that I read from that earlier on this year edition of the magazine. And really, this appears to be a superhero of biblical-sized proportions. Now, he defends truth, justice, and lots more of truth. And that is why I had to reach out to the illustrator, Dennis Edwards, to get him on the show. We're going to talk everything. Captain Absolutely, his work with Focus, and so much more. Dennis, welcome to Across the County. I am glad to talk with you, my friend. Thanks a lot, Noah. It's really good to talk to you. I'm super excited about our conversation today. Yeah, I've been, you know, bantering with you for a couple of weeks via text, and I'm glad to finally be able to get this interview going. Now, you began your art career pretty small, working in a closet and painting cartoons for a small book publisher in Wheaton, Illinois, and this was after graduating from Judson College. Tell us about that. Yeah, I I graduated Judson College. I, I went in there. Uh, as a transfer student, I just went to junior college for a couple of years just to kind of get the high school out of me and try to figure out, you know, maybe what direction I wanted to go. Funny thing, I wasn't really certain uh, when I finished high school, even though I loved art and I loved drawing, especially loved comics, but I wasn't sure I wanted to do it, um, you know, for a living, you know. And so basically I spent a couple of years just trying to figure stuff out. And then I figured, you know, I, I do want to do art. I can't, I can't picture myself doing anything else. And so, um, got to Judson and, and they, they accepted me and I, I spent, uh, the next, uh, three years there learning art, met my wife and, uh, everything was great. And so after I graduated, you know, I had all kinds of high hopes of, uh, sending out my, my resume, as, as meager as it was, and my 
um, my portfolio to different places to see if I could get any kind of work. And in the meantime, I just worked as a, I was, uh, I worked at Houghton Mifflin book publisher warehouse. I picked orders and, and, uh, stuffed orders and worked my way up, um, in the warehouse there to being supervisor of a section and everything. I did that for two years while I was trying to figure how I could get, uh, how I could become an artist getting nowhere really. And, uh, I, I had somebody contact me, a friend of my of mine from childhood, my old church growing up, called me up and said, "Hey, Dennis, uh, you're still drawing?" Because <laughs> it was an old friend of mine from church, and he, and I'm like, "Well, yeah, I, I still I still do it." And he he actually owned a small book publisher in Wheaton, Illinois, and uh, the artist that was working on this children's book had kind of. Uh, left it half done. He kind of did all the cartoons, but they needed to be full color and he couldn't, he couldn't finish the, the job. And so, um, he now was this the finish. job that you landed with the 400 page graphic novel called heroes of the Bible? Oh no, but that, but that led into it. Got it. So continue your story. Um, Go ahead. The same, yeah. The same company. Yeah. So, uh, it was called EPC educational publishing concepts. I don't, they're no longer, uh, they're no longer in operation, but so I, I finished this project. And like I said, I, in uh, my bio, I worked in a, in a walk-in closet cause we didn't have enough space in our little apartment at the yeah. time uh, to work. So, you know, I was getting, you know, a few bucks per cartoon, you know, painting them with watercolors. I finished up that job and, and they were appreciative and, and liked what I did. So I actually, they hired me on for several other projects where I was just basically a colorist uh, for some of these children's books. And, um, and yeah, so I was doing that kind of freelance. And then all of a sudden one day the boss takes me out to lunch and says, uh, Hey Dennis, you, you like comics, you, you know, you know how to draw superheroes and stuff. What if we did like a, a Bible story comic book thing? And, and I'm like, I mean, that, that was, I mean, he didn't, I didn't have to think about it really. I was like, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> you know, when you kind of like all right your now. childhood right dreams now. come true. Yeah. This is right up your alley. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was right up my alley. So um, there was a lady that uh, was working there at the time, and she was kind of writing up the scripts. And it was basically just a, you know, a chronological hitting the big stories of the Old Testament and into the New Testament. It was a pretty big project. It was a little over 400 pages. And it started out with a publisher, and then um, that publisher kind of backed out at the last minute. So the book was almost done. It took me, I don't know, like a year and a half and then um, it then it just stopped. There was nobody to nobody was interested. And then Baker Books took over, took it over, and said they would they would do it. So oh, Baker thank Books goodness! Because I was about to say I was all excited reading about it. Yeah. Now hearing you talk about it and possibly yeah. getting my hands on it, and I'm like I might not be able to do that now. Yeah, it may be hard to find. I don't know. I mean, I think it might. St- you might be able to find a copy on Amazon that you used, or I don't even know if there's new ones left. But this was way back in like. Uh, I don't know, 94, 95, something like that. But, so this is pretty cool. So you were able old. to tell some of the major stories of the Bible, some of the big heroes of the Bible in a comic yeah. book animated style. I mean, that's incredible. Yeah, it was so much fun. And we were, you know, it was kind of, you know, I, at the time we, my, I upgraded and my studio kind of was just in my, in a room in a, in a different place. We were living in a different place. Um, and I was doing that work, you know, on illustration board. I was drawing it by hand, painting it by hand. And then, then they would be, uh, I would run it into the, uh, 
to the to the office and they they would they would scan it and get it in the computers and lay out the text. It was pretty pretty crude um at at the time, you know, what we were doing, but it worked and we got it finished and I'm glad um, that Baker Publishing, I, I think that's who you said they were, kind of came along yeah. side and was able to see this into finished publication because it sounds like it was a lot of hard but rewarding work. It was so hard. Yeah, it was so hard to finish because, like I said, it was all, I was the only one, I was the only artist working on it. And it was, you know, it was the first time I'd ever done, and it was a big project. Like, you know, a comic book's usually like 22, 24 pages, something like that. And this was like hundreds of pages. And man, it was hard. And it was my first one. So it made it even harder. So I was like, you know, I felt like I was kind of learning as I was going. And I, you know, there's, there's bits of it. I really am, you know, I, I'm, to this day, I think, oh, you know, I'm pretty happy with, but I mean, it's old. And as an artist, you know, you're, I'm always just striving to get better. And This took a, a good chunk of time. And the 2013 rolls around. What's the gap between Heroes of the Bible and 2013? Because 2013 was a pivotal year for you. That year rolled yeah. around and you almost gave up on your dream which was giving up on comics and, you know, telling some of these amazing stories through your artwork. What was it? What was that? What was that pivotal moment or what was the catalyst that got you to say, you know what, maybe I just need to to give up on this stuff. Yeah. Well, I was with EPC for a good good 10 years, I think. And I had done a, you know, like I said, heroes of the Bible was the big thing I, I came out with there, but I had done a lot of just little projects here and there. And I had made contacts with Tyndale, uh, who's in Carroll Stream, not far from where I where I live okay. now, and and so I made contacts there. And um, after after EPC closed down, I was just kind of I kind of floundered a bit because I actually I actually came, went from freelance to on staff. I was an on staff artist for those guys for for a good while, and that feels good um, because. Anyway. You, when you're on staff, you get a sense of security because you actually have an established oh, yeah. position with a certain company. Exactly. And, and at the time when they offered me to be on staff, I had just had my, our, our first kid. So I was like, wow, it, it, I was really nervous because I had no insurance, no nothing. And, and being on staff that enabled me to, it really was a God thing, honestly. So, but anyways, yeah. So because of uh, some contacts with Tyndale, a few years later, you know, after I was doing odds and ends kind of jobs here and there, Tyndale contacted me and I did a bunch of just small jobs for them, uh, re- redrawing some some cartoons uh, for DVD covers and things like that. I can't remember all the work I did for them, but I had made some contacts. And then one day they called me up and said, hey, uh, focus on the family and us want to do this, want to team up on this project where we're we're doing this superhero thing. Can you send, uh, can you send them some, uh, you know, some, uh, just some, some of your work, you know? And I was like, yeah, that, that's great. Okay. So I sent them some work and then I heard nothing. <laughs> so it's like for, now was like, it that like, hearing months. nothing that kind of got you a little bit discouraged and you said, you know what, maybe this is, yeah. maybe this is something that I need to either step back from or come back to. It was maybe just that moment where you thought maybe I need to go in a different direction. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely did go in a different direction. As a matter of fact, um, I, I just pretty much forgot about it because um, I hadn't heard and, and stuff. And I was working, I was working in an office somewhere. I can't even remember what I was doing um, just because the freelance stuff had sort of dried up. 
it wasn't making enough money. Sure. And then I got a call one day from Focus on the Family uh, six months later or so and said, hey, when can you start? And I was like, oh, well, how about right now? I can start right now. So I actually, you know, as I started uh, Captain Absolutely, which was one of their, it was a character that they had already created. I believe it was like a, an audio show. Maybe I'm not sure how many episodes that it had, but I know it wasn't something that was just brand new, but it was brand new as a visual. Um, so probably kind of something thing. similar to along the lines of Adventures in Odyssey, where, where it kind of had yeah. that, that audio presence, and now they're bringing it to the full-fledged comic page. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so it was really fun because, you know, it was a character they sort of established but had, never, but had no visuals for. So, you know, the first... Uh, the first couple months they had me just developing some characters. So I, you know, I made character model sheets and we tried to figure out the, the costuming and, you know, it went through a few different versions before, you know, we landed on the one we have, uh, or, you know, what, what was, uh, the black and white suit with the with. exclamation point yeah. on the chest. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah, which, and so I really liked doing that, you know, creating, Creating a superhero is really cool, as you know, because you've, you've created some superheroes yourself. Yeah, we were talking about that off air. A lot of people don't know. I haven't really yeah. brought it up too much. I have gotten to the realm of just trying to create independent comic ideas and trying to bring those into fruition by contacting certain companies. It's it's a lot of fun. I mean, I have to tell you, if you have a yeah. passion for this, there's a way to do it without having your own company. Oh, yeah, for sure. And and as we kind of continue into the future, I think it's it's more and more leaning that way. You know, it's for independent creators. Things are a little, you know, there's a little more opportunity for for people. So you got this call about Captain Absolutely, this kind of fresh Mm -hmm. face to at least the pages anyway, with focus on the family, huge organization. I can't even imagine what that call meant to you. Focus on the family, such a huge deal. What did that call when you got the call and you knew you were instantly going to take the job, obviously got involved? What was going through your mind? I was, well, it was kind of like, well, because it had been so long since I had sent in my work, um, you know, I was like, well, I mean, God meant this to be, you know, I felt like, cause I wasn't, it wasn't something necessarily that I pursued. I was pursuing it sort of passively. I mean, I had, I was working as an artist doing other things, not necessarily comics, but you know, once I got that call, you know, I just, I just felt really, it was, I was overwhelmed and it was just so much fun. And that first, the first year of it was just, it was great. It really was. I, I had so much fun and they were really great to work with. They gave me so much latitude and they were always so encouraging, you know, uh, of my work and, and my ethic and, um, I just had nothing to complain about. It was like the perfect thing. I, I wanted to do more. I mean, two pages wasn't enough for me, you know, uh, but it was fine, you know. I mean, almost kind of um, like a Sunday comic where they kind of work week at, a week at a time. You know, you develop all these panels, but you're continuing the following week. And I, I just can't imagine frustrating. Yeah, but you were always looking forward to the next issue that you were writing for. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and it was a monthly thing. And so I was, you know, when I, as I was working on Captain Absolutely, and like you said, it was, I think it was like a four-year, it ran for four years, and then another year came out, and they actually had compiled all the, all of the, um, all of the issues into one graphic novel, which they did a really good job with. 
I think. I was... Uh, um, yeah, I was looking that up on, that online. Now. You had told me a little bit about it. Mm-hmm. Don't have any current issues of Captain Absolutely out, but you can go to the Focus on the Family website, go to their store, and they're selling the graphic novel the entire thing front to back that you can, and you don't have to wait from a month to month basis. And you can check this out again, just go to focus on the family.com. Check that out. Dennis Edwards, my guest, he is the illustrator of captain. Absolutely. The graphic novel, the monthly comic we've been talking about just tremendous body of work from focus on the family. And it really shows that Christians can have a hand in the superhero genre and in a very viable way. Tell us about, you know, what you did as an artist, as an illustrator, to try and make it more lifelike, to make the good captain more lifelike, and what were his his powers behind the classic black and white superhero costume that you helped bring to life? Well, um, as I was, uh, by the time I got the the call for that, I mean, I was I was pretty much regularly just drawing my own comics, you know, either you know, creating my own characters or trying to, you know, uh, taking a look at other characters and putting my take on them. And so I, I had, I never really stopped doing it just, I wasn't doing it for somebody. And so once I got, you know, the, the work for captain, absolutely. I was just, uh, it was just really exciting to like, basically then take what I had had learned over the years and, and just applied it to this, this new hero. You know, I had, no, they didn't really, it was funny because, you know, I said they, they, they're always so uh, encouraging and really just great to work with. Um, at first I didn't get a lot of direction. It was more like, you know, here's, there's these uh, audio programs and stuff. So I basically, you know, I came up with something that looked probably, it was kind of like a golden age comic, you know, maybe the, you know, the, maybe Jack Kirby, the old uh, Captain America kind of sure. thing. And it sort of had that sort of feel to it. He even he even had a mask um, over his eyes, and um, you know I sent that in, and they're like, mm, you know, we like it, but you know, not we want it. We, they, they, at the time, I think I can't remember how old the Marvel movies are. I believe that Thor had already come out, and they were like, you know how like in the Thor Marvel universe and the movies, he's got like pants. He doesn't have, he's not wearing tights. He's got this kind of armor kind yeah. of feeling on his arms. And so they, they kind of started giving me direction at that point. And so I'm like, oh, okay, okay, I get it. So then, you know, from there, we just uh, started playing with it. And, uh, you know, he's kind of a combination. His suit's sort of a combination of like a ninja and, a, you know, a superhero, I guess, because he's, he's got black and his pants and his shoes are kind of like, um, Kung Fu shoes, almost those black. Shoes that's a pretty good and, description. Uh, I'm actually looking at it right now. That's exactly what they look yeah. like. Yeah, and that's kind of what I was pulling from because I, I had them in boots at one point, and they, I, I didn't really like it. I don't know if I showed them. There's plenty of stuff I probably did, and I didn't show them just because I didn't like it. Uh, but I, you know, I give them multiple things to look at. But, uh, but yeah, and funny too, the the. Um, his the emblem on his chest the the exclamation point yeah was was really you know i that was bit you know the incredibles movie i essentially just took the incredibles logo and flipped, flipped it upside, it upside down, down. I mean, yeah you know what? i didn't see that before and now i see it <laughs> yeah and so i'm like and i don't even know where how that even came about i'm not sure if i was thinking about the uh 
about that logo. Yeah, maybe not, subconsciously. It just kind of, it was a subconscious thing, and then I'm like, hey, yeah, this is definitely an upside down, uh, yeah, Incredibles, which I love that that movie. But um, yeah, that's a good yeah, one. And I can see why, why maybe you got some you know unknowing inspiration. Yeah. From that, and he was just the beginning of a very long and fulfilling run with Focused on the Family, which you're still currently mm-hmm. with. And I know it was about four years that Captain Absolutely lasted for, and sadly, again, no longer in publication. But what, what, and if you don't know, that's fine. What led Focus on the Family to move away from Captain Absolutely and also have you work on other projects with them? Um, I think, yeah, I was really sad when Captain Absolutely was over because I loved it. I, it's, of the three of the three stories I worked on for them, that's still my favorite. And I've all and I was always hoping that there would be that we'd go back or there would be some kind of crossover, like Captain Absolutely might appear in another. Have there been you know, any talks over the last uh, recent months? No, not really. No, I mean I had I had mentioned it before, uh, you know, just you know thinking, oh yeah, if this part during this one part of Kelvin or something, what if you know what if. Uh, Captain absolutely came in or something or cause you know, it would, and then it would tie all the universe together of the, that the folks on a family, uh, you know, comics were kind of creating, it seemed, but nobody ever really, they didn't go, go with that. They didn't. I mean, I think the idea is incredible. I, you know, I, I was reading for the first time how he got his powers, you know, he was actually reading God's word. And with that (laughs) and going back into the realm of comics also while being exposed to mysterious, radioactive uh, yeah. fumes. That's how he gets yeah. his powers. And I could even right. see this. Maybe Focus does it. Focus, if you're listening to me, short animated movie, perhaps on the big screen or the small screen. I think it could work. That'd be super fun. I'd go see it. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so that we stopped it. Um, I'm really not really sure why, you know, I, I think it was still popular. I mean, I had, um, I think we, I think they, they even won a couple of awards and stuff during that first couple, you know, few years we were doing it. I'm not really sure. You know, and maybe, and and I don't know, again, I'm just speculating, perhaps they stopped it at the time where they thought they were running out of fresh stories to tell. And I'm always making sure when I watch movies, you know, sometimes I find myself, you know, I wish these people would just stop coming out with you know, the ninth installment of this particular movie or this yeah. particular story, it's kind of, it's run its course. And maybe that was the reason they yeah. stopped, but it could be, you know, then again, maybe yeah. they can come back to this at some point. Yeah, that, that would be fun. I, and I would be the first to volunteer to draw it. So but speaking then, of uh, focus on the family and other projects, what are the other projects with focus on the family that you've worked on? Yeah. So after, after captain absolutely was done and, uh, uh, was a hit. They were going to go with a a, a character that they already kind of had created. Uh, I can't remember. He's some kind of cosmic copper. Some, I can't remember his name, but he's a cosmic copper. And uh, he had a little robot sidekick. And we were going to, the, the team of people that I work with was going to take that and uh, and run with it. Um, it was a thing that I think it was like maybe an online thing they were they had at the time. Um. And they had a few, like, just spot art kind of one-off things with it in the magazine occasionally. And something happened. I don't know. One thing led to another. And it turned out they didn't want to do it in print. So they had to real quick come up with something. And they came up with Degrees of Kelvin, which was a story, a short story written for the magazine 
you know, a few, you know, way back, you know, many issues prior. And um, so they use that story to kind of create a, an ongoing series. And so, um, you know, we got the, we got to go ahead to do that. So basically back to the drawing board, creating, you know, costumes and a look for it. And it, it, this was fun for me, even though I love the superheroes and I still, I still probably like Captain Absolutely the best, you know, I'm a big sci-fi nut. So I was like, well, space is going to be great. You know, um, this is super fun. So designing a space station and designing the costumes and, uh, and the aliens, um, and unfortunately that one only lasted a year. We only, that, that comic just went for a year and it didn't, it didn't have the same impact as the Captain Absolutely series did. Um, based on just, I think, I think, uh, cause have you read any of those yet? Are you familiar? Not with yet, but you know, you and I were talking okay. about the various works that you did with focus and I'm actually going to check every single one of them out because I think they all sound interesting. Yeah. That one, just in a nutshell, it's essentially like, sort of a, a parallel, you know, storyline where it's kind of like Paul's missionary journey. Oh, Uh, cool. Kelvin is this boy who lives on a space station. And, and so it's about his adventure about spreading the gospel, God's word across the galaxy, you know, as he leaves the space station because of, you know, something happens and he's, he, he gets out. And so it, it, you know, and I think it probably didn't, to my understanding, it didn't fly that well because of the whole alien thing. It was just kind of, it was a little too, it was a little too out there, a little too weird. Maybe it sounds like it's right up my alley though. I'm a huge, you and I are huge sci-fi guys. Yeah. You know, I thought it was great. You know, I had fun. It was a different writer and his writing style was different. I really had, you know, I enjoyed working with him, but I really enjoyed working with Christopher who was on captain. Absolutely. And then our next project and Christopher was back on, was Sooth Family Robinson. And, uh, and that's the one you're currently wrapping up. Yeah, that's the one we're, yep, we're currently wrapping up. And I think it's been going for a couple of years now. Not just... Well, that's I mean, good, because it, sounds, it sure. sounds like a lot of these projects that Focus on the Family gets going, especially through the Clubhouse magazine, which you can find out more about at FocusOnTheFamily.com, they, they at least go for a couple of years. And that gives people uh, you know, something to look forward to on a month-to-month basis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And those magazines are really great. Like, um, they, they're just full of great activities and great stories and, and they're just a good, um, it's a good witness and it's great for families to kind of, you know, gather around and talk about the stories and read the through the activities. Oh, sure. Together. Especially if they're comic nerds like you and I and your father and you want to share this realm with your kids, you know, you can be confident yeah. that if you're showing them the stuff through Focus on the Family, that it's going to have a good message and a good moral that your kids are going to be able to not only read and have a good time with, but they're going to, they're going to digest that and it's going to soak in and you're going to be able to just have some good times and good, good discussion with your son or your daughter. Yeah. Yeah, Definitely. We're wrapping up a tremendous interview with Dennis Edwards, illustrator, currently right now, has done a lot of projects with Focus on the Family, and we'll ask him here in just a moment what is on the horizon for him. But if you want to pick up, again, the Captain Absolutely graphic novel, there's currently an expanded edition that you can get at FocusOnTheFamily.com. Check that out. Hit stores earlier this January. And it's, you know, it's, it's got to make you feel good, Dennis, that people can pick up the entire adventure of Captain Absolutely. And the last question I have for you regarding that particular comic, because there's so many great villains, can't have a good hero without great villains. 
Did you come up with the concepts for Dr. Relative and Baron Von Confuser, who I, I love his name, and some of the other villains? Were those your ideas? No, that that was all from Christopher. Yeah, he, he created all the, you know, all the names of the villains. They're, they're awesome. But, uh, yeah, they're great. Like, those, those are just really such classic, you know, I mean, it's kind of tongue-in-cheek. It's, you know, um, but, uh, yeah, I had so much fun making them up like making up the, the costumes and creating the looks for the different villains. And uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Well, yeah. we're definitely going to have you like, back on the show. What I'd like to ask you now, as we wrap up in the next two minutes, looking back at your time working on Captain Absolutely, because he was such a great biblical sized proportion superhero, you know, it's about truth, justice, and lots more truth. We all know it. What do you mm-hmm. miss most about it? What do you value most from it? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, I miss, I, I guess I miss that kind of larger than life kind of character. I, like I said before, I, I'm, I've always had a, a bent towards the superhero thing. And, um, you know, I don't, I, I don't really collect comics like I used to. And, you know, Marvel and DC, they kind of have gone a, a direction. I just don't, I, I don't think I would ever want to work uh, for them just because I don't really go the same direction as they do. But like you said, I mean, with Captain Absolutely, it shows that, you know, Christians can have an impact um, through comics and, and do it in a way that I think is honoring to God and, and, uh, and, is, and is good to, like, spread his word. Amen. Um, sometimes, with, you know, through, through humor, which the Captain Absolutely comics certainly had a lot of that, thanks to Chris. Um, but uh, but even just, you know, when it got serious and, uh, you know, it had verses in there that you could look up and talk about uh, that pertain to the story or the character uh, here and there. Um, so I, I do miss that about it, the superhero aspect, being able to use that that kind of genre to to kind of forward the gospel. And um, I don't I yeah, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't change anything. I mean, it was, it was a really good, you know, and who knows folks on the family is always doing new and fresh things and maybe they'll come to it one Mm -hmm. day and pull back off the shelves. (laughs) Captain, absolutely have some more work for you to do and maybe even turn it into an animated adventure. I eventually like to see that. Where can people find your other work, Dennis, if they want to find out more about Dennis Edwards and the things you're working on? Well, um, like I said, we're finishing, well, we're finishing up Sleuth Family Robinson. I'm working on the December issue and then that will be done. And I'm not really sure. I know they put, the Kelvin, the degrees of Kelvin into a, they compiled that into one book as well. And you okay. can also, I believe you can probably get that on their website as well. I don't know what the plan is for Sleuth Family Robinson. Um, if there's going to be a compilation of those, I mean, we certainly have enough two years worth, which is more than Kelvin and they did it for Kelvin. So, but I'm not really sure. I'm usually the last to know uh, if they need a cover, they'll call me and say, Oh, can you do a cover? Um, but, uh, but yeah, and right now what I'm doing is just, uh, you know, I'm helping, I'm helping some friends of mine who, you know, a friend of mine who's a writer and he's trying to break in. So I'm helping him create some characters and doing some side work for him. But what's gotten, what's really been really rewarding is what I've been doing with my students. I have, a, I teach at a couple of homeschool co-ops in my area and a lot of these kids know me because they've been reading these magazines since they were little. And so, you know, when they find out uh, the Captain Absolutely guy is teaching art, you know, everybody wants to 
to go take that class. And so it's afforded me to get to know some of these kids who, you know, who have the same kind of passions as I had when I was a kid wanting to draw superheroes or space adventures. And, um, and I get a chance to share, uh, you know, share how to, how to do these things, you know, and that they can do it too. Uh, through practice and and training and stuff. Yeah, it's going to be pretty rewarding at the end of the day that you know that you're you're showing kids how to have a passion about art and superheroes and all that fun stuff. But at the same time, especially if they're reading your work, you know that God's being glorified at the same time. And that's an awesome thing to go home to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's why it's been a really huge blessing for me to be able to do this uh, for folks on the family and, uh, and I hope that uh, all the projects they have, whatever they're going to be, whoever's going to be drawing them, uh, you know, have the same kind of impact. Well, I hopefully not, one day on, hope to see uh, Captain Absolutely yeah. get back to more action. Uh, but even if he doesn't, if people want to find out more about you, is the place they can go to view your artwork, to contact you directly? What's the best place to go, Dennis? Uh, best place? Well, I, my, you can email me, certainly. Uh, my email is Dennis design one the number one at comcast.net uh that's usually how people are reaching me i don't actually have a i have a website but if you want to if you want to check that stuff out um it's always best to just email me um and then i can you know show you whatever you want to see or whatever like that and uh yeah sounds good well we will have you back on perhaps as you wrap up sleuth family robinson We'll get some more updates from you. Thanks so much for just coming on, sharing a little bit about your story with Focus on the Family, the passion that is Captain Absolutely, and everything else you've done. I think you've done tremendous work when it comes to being a man of God and also being able to pursue your passions at the same time. So I've really enjoyed this chat with you, Dennis, and I can't wait to have you back on Across the County. Me too. Thanks a lot, Noah. Noah here in Across the County, email Dennis Edwards, illustrator for Focus on the Family and so many other great things. He shapes young minds and does it at giving God all the glory. That's what it's all about. And I am so happy to learn about Captain Absolutely. You can check it out at FocusOnTheFamily.com because remember, he stands for truth, justice, and lots more truth. Noah here and Across the County. More coming up. Bed Bath & Beyond is back and our massive Labor Day sale is going on now. Shop over 1 million deals. With all the brands you love and a huge new selection of furniture, decor, and everything else you need to create the home of your dreams. All in one amazing online store. Download our new app and save even more with exclusive deals and offers. Plus, get free shipping right to your front door. Welcome to a bigger, better beyond. 